to Squared Sports Land Frank Podcast. On the host of this podcast, Land Frank, we're now on episode number 46, everybody. Yes, we're 46 episodes through, and there's so much to discuss in this action packed episode, everybody. College Football Showcase is making a return. Cam Newton gets cut by the New England Patriots. Definitely going to discuss that this episode. And the NFL starting up next week, preseason coming to a close. So much more on Squared Sports Land Frank, episode number 46. Stay tuned. Now, let's start with episode number 46. I always do with their headlines in the NBA. Ben Simmons, everybody. Okay, he's requesting a trade. Yes, I'm giving the list of teams that he's requesting a trade, though. I'm going to say the three teams you should go after. The Kings, the Warriors, and the Spurs, everybody. Okay, let me break down each one. The Kings, they said they're not going to give up De'Aaron Fox. not going to give up Tyrese Southward. Notice number 13, number nine overall draft pick, Davion Mitchell isn't mentioned in that, mentioned in that sentence, everybody. Okay. If they're going to get Ben Simmons, they're going to give up Davion Mitchell. That's all I'm trying to say. Maybe not a great deal for the Kings, but a great. If Ben Simmons goes to the, King, goes to the Kings, you could have a lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and Ben Simmons. You can have a three-man backcourt. I know that sounds funky. You can have a three-man backcourt. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. Ben Simmons, question of trade week. That's pretty much the only big news in the NBA this week. I mean, Rayshon Ronda going back to the Lakers, it seems like his like, tense endeavor with the Lakers. Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section. But let's move over to the NFL, everybody, where we got big news. Okay. Cam Newton gets cut by the New England Patriots, everybody. Okay, I don't want to go too in-depth on it in the headlines right here. But, you know, Cam Newton got cut by the New England Patriots. He's a liability to the team now. Okay, because he lost the starting quarterback drop Mac Jones. It's almost a liability to keep him on the roster now because he's unvaccinated. Say he gets in the protocol or something, and he's with Mac Jones and Damon Harris, somebody else that we Hunter Andrew Jones with, whoever it might be. All of those players are out that week including Cam Newton. So it's just a liability to have on the team as a backup right now, Cam Newton. And he's still got two solid backups in the team. He's still got Brian Hoyer. He's still got Jared Stim. Everyone's saying, oh, Jared Stim's going to be the starting quarterback for this team. I mean, last year until they signed Cam Newton, people were saying, oh, Jared Stim's starting quarterback, and then Cam Newton comes in, obviously. But just interesting thing to think about. Okay, Matt Jones, starting quarterback in New England Patriots, an amazing move by Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick, and company, everybody. Okay, but the New England Patriots have cut Cam Newton. That's pretty much the only big news that we saw from Cut day in the NFL. Let's move to college football. Or we got a lot of news, everybody. Same thing with the NFL. Cam Newton thing. I don't want to go too crazy in college football in the headlines because we got college football showcase coming up, everybody. I'll be picking the games of the week and so much more. College football is back, everybody. It is. College football is back. Okay. Starts on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we got the week zero games last week. Just an amazing thing to see. College football coming back, everybody. So much uh, more stuff coming for Squared Sports Land Frank, episode number 46. Stay tuned. Now, top five, everybody. This week's top five is top five teams. MLB, as of September, near the end of the MLB season. Let's hop into it. The fifth best team in the MLB right now. I pick the Houston Astros, everybody. Okay, on paper, they're better than the fifth best team in the MLB. But they have 75 plus wins, a solid team this year. Okay, the backup catcher, Jason Castro, is going to be out for the rest of the season. They got a great third string catcher. That's all I'm trying to say, everybody. Okay, just great catching unit, great pitching unit. Great lineup for the Houston Astros. This isn't an elite Houston Astros team. This isn't a 2019 the World Series Houston Astros team. This isn't the 2017 World Series Houston Astros team. This team isn't going to make the World Series. That's going to be the White Sox, who I'll talk about later in the episode. But the fifth best team in the movie right now is the Houston Astros. Next team, number four, Tampa Bay You can say, whoa, 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 why are the the fourth best team in the movie? You want to know what? why? Because Tyler Glass now, their ace. He has Tommy John's race. He's going to be out for the rest of the year. This team's not going to do well in the postseason. Okay, the Rays have the worst home field advantage in the movie. 
because they don't have many fans. I've never met a race fan, never heard of a true diehard race fan in my life. Have you? Leave that in the comment section. But I think when it comes playoff time, the Rays are going to struggle a little bit. I love Wander Franco. 32 game on base streak, one of the greatest ever. Okay, one of the longest streaks ever on base streak. That's all I'm trusting. Wander Franco, an amazing player. Maybe next year they can make the leap again to win the World Series. But I don't see them making it again this year. Okay, great run last year. Tampa Bay Rays made the World Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not this year. Not this year. I'm sorry, Tampa Bay Rays fan. Never heard of one. But Tampa Bay Rays, not going to make the World Series this year. That's all I'm trying to say. Fourth best team in number B, Tampa Bay Rays. Number three, the Chicago White Sox, everybody. Yes, still my World Series pick. Yasmani Grandal, Luis Gilio, Lance Lynn, Eloy Jimenez, Luis Robert, reigning MVP, Jose Abreu. Okay, you want Mon caught at their base. Just a great overall team, everybody. Okay, you got Liam Hendricks, an elite closer. All-star closer this year, okay? And he was the best closer in the MLB last year. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, White Sox, the third best team in the MLB, and we'll win the World Series here. Chicago White Sox. Number two, Los Angeles Dodgers, everybody, okay? Los Angeles Dodgers, the second best team in the MLB, okay? They got a great lineup, everybody. But I think when it comes playoff time, it's going to be an NLCS matchup. It's going to be the Dodgers, and it's going to be against the Giants. Okay, I think the San Francisco Giants come up on top. They make the World Series. They are the best team in the MLB, and I don't think they win the World Series. I already said it. It's going to be the Chicago White Sox. But as of right now, this Dodgers lineup is very, very good. But I think the Giants might be better. They are better than the San Francisco Giants. No debate about it in my mind. The San Francisco Giants are the best team in the MLB. As of right now, not going to win the World Series. Not going to win the World Series, San Francisco Giants. That's all I'm trying to say. That's going to be the Chicago White Sox. I've already named it. That's part for Top 5 this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, I didn't know everybody. This week's Did You Know? It's a good one. Did you know that in the last five years, UTEP's football program, maybe one of the worst football program, college football programs historically of all time, one of the worst ever. They've had nine wins over the past five years. You want to know how many wins Alabama had last year? They had 13. Just an interesting thing to think about. That one program in one season can have four more wins than the whole entire program has had over the past five years. Didn't know that UTEP football has only had nine football wins in the past five years. And Alabama football just had 13 last season. One national championship last season. There were bad teams with nine wins last year. That's all I'm trying to say. Army had like nine wins in 2018. Okay. Just an interesting thing to think about. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. I want to do an AFC East breakdown, everybody. Okay, every single starting quarterback in that division is under 25 years old. They are. Okay, Zach Wilson, 22 years old. Totong Villa, younger than 25. Josh Allen, younger than 25 years old. And Mac Jones is a rookie in the NFL this year, younger than 25. You got two rookies in that division. You can count Tua as a rookie, okay? Tua's not going to have a good year this year. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, Tutong Velo is not a good caliber starting quarterback in the NFL right now, everybody. Okay, you can't debate me on that. Tutong Velo is not a good quarterback in the NFL right now. Zach Wilson, if I got to choose right now, who would I want to take for the next 15 years of my franchise? I would take Zach Wilson over Tutong Velo. I would take Mac Jones over Tutong Velo. And I would certainly take Josh Allen over Tutong Velo. Okay, just. Interesting thing to think about how young his division is. I think the Dolphins have a chance to finish last in this, in this division. I really do. I think the New York Jets are going to be bigger and improved this year. They got Corey Davis out wide. They got Jameson Crowder coming back. Yeah, they still got a terrible defense, but they got improved offensive line. Mekhi Becton is going to be better this year. They got Elijah Vera Tucker. Just an interesting thing to think about. Leave your thoughts on the AFC East in the comment section. Just an interesting thing to think about. I love Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones starting, uh, being the starting quarterback of this team. And I also love the decision by the New England Patriots to bench Cam Newton. Or just cut Cam Newton. I already talked about it earlier. Cam Newton will never, ever be a starting quarterback in the NFL again. Okay? He may start a game, say, in the year 2022. Start a game. Starting a game and being a starting quarterback is a different thing. If you're a starting quarterback, you play 
13 plus games a year, maybe even more. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say here. Cam Newton will never, ever, ever be a starting quarterback in NFL history ever again. Okay, he will never, ever be a starting quarterback again. That's all I'm trying to say. That's about for my AFC East breakdown. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. That's about for that this week. Now, College Football Showcase, everybody, all right? The real return of College Football Showcase. Yeah, we had some College Football Showcase throughout the offseason, but that was more not picking games. It was more Texas and Oklahoma joining the SEC. We got the real College Football Showcase, everybody. Okay, last year we did in College Football Showcase, I would just pick the game of the week and run through some news. There are so many great College Football games this week. We're going to pick most of them. I'm going to give you some upset picks. I'm going to give you some betting picks, maybe. And I'll give you the game of the week. Some other games of the week. Georgia Clemson, Michigan Western Michigan, a bunch of other games. Let's hop into it. College Football Showcase, everybody. Our first thing I want to talk about are my upset picks of the week. First one, Maryland over West Virginia, everybody, okay? Maryland has a better coach than West Virginia. Mike Loxley is a better coach than West Virginia's coach, okay? They got a better quarterback. They just do, okay? Maryland is going to be, they got Talia Tongvailoa. Talia Tongvailoa, you know, I've been going off on Tua in this episode. Talia Tongvailoa, let's give him some praise. He is a great quarterback in college football. Had a terrible first game, but then he really bounced back last season. Had a good season last year. Beat Penn State by a lot. Okay, Maryland, this Maryland team is going to come back better and improve. They got Rakeem Jarrett, everybody. Former five-star recruiter, decommitted from LSU. Yes, reigning champion, LSU, he did the former reigning champion at the time, LSU, he decommitted them just to go to Maryland. This Maryland team being underdog, not being favored against this West Virginia team is disrespectful. Okay, that's all I'm trying to say. Maryland, this is an easy upset pick for me. Maybe the easiest pick of the week. Maryland over West Virginia, in my opinion. I am very confident in that. Next one, Indiana over Iowa. Okay, right now, Iowa's a three-point favorite. Does Iowa have a starting NFL quarterback on their roster right now? I don't Indiana's. Michael Panks Jr., in his career, okay, when his career is all said and done, he will be a starting NFL quarterback. He's an amazing quarterback in college football right now, a top 10 quarterback in college football right now. Okay, he may have been a top 10 quarterback in college football last year. He was what Joe Milne was supposed to be at Michigan. He's an amazing player, Michael Panks Jr. Okay, the lefty tore his ACL last year. Indiana was a great team last year. I don't know why people are downing Indiana this year. They got even better than they did last year. Even better. Okay, here's my last upset pick of the week. And, you know, I'm not really picking this team to win. I think they will give them fits, though. I think, I don't think Oregon will cover in this game. Okay, the spread's pretty much 20-plus right now. I don't think Oregon's going to cover against Fresno State. I watched Fresno State last week. They won 45-0 against UConn. Yes, it's UConn who barely even has a football team. But just an interesting thing to think about. Okay, Jake Hayner, former four-star quarterback, was out Washington, transferred over to Fresno State. Okay, he's a great quarterback. Okay, he shined last week. This team is a good team in Fresno State. They're not going to beat Oregon. Because you know why? Because Oregon, they got Kayvon Thibodeau and Justin Fuller. Those two players are going to come up big on defense. But Oregon's going to struggle on offense at the start, okay? This is Oregon's third starting quarterback in three years. They got Anthony Brown, fifth-year senior starting at quarterback, over five-star freshman. Ty Thompson, who everyone thought was going to be a starting quarterback until the next day. Mario Cristobal says, hey, we got Anthony Brown. Hey, let's all get excited for Anthony Brown. You're not going to get excited with Anthony Brown, fifth or sixth-year senior, when you got Ty Thompson, five-star quarterback sitting on the bench. That's all I'm trying to say here. That's all I'm trying to say here. Fresno State's going to give them fits this week. They're not going to win. I'm going to say 30-24, to 24, maybe even 30-27. Oregon's going to win this game, but very, very close. Fresno State's going to play this game well, in my opinion. Now let's move over to the top games of the week. Let's hop into it. North Carolina, Virginia Tech, the first game I want to pick is off right now. People are saying Virginia Tech's going to win this game. They got sold out crowd, everybody. It's going to be a great, great game. They're not going to win this game. They're not even going to come close to winning this game. You know what happened last time? Virginia Tech had a primetime game, and it was under the lights, sold out crowd. It was against Clemson last year. 
they always get off to these fast starts. And then they dip after it. They dip after it. Okay, what happened last year in the Clemson game was, okay, they're winning a tie game. Sprinklers go off. Virginia Tech get type everything, everything. And then they get blown out in the second half. The year, two years before, in 2018, actually, they played a playoff team to Dame. And people picked Virginia Tech to win the game because it was a sold-out game. And that game, on ESPN, primetime game. Okay, Virginia Tech starts off strong, gets smoked in the second half, gets blown out in the second half. Okay, if North Carolina can calm their emotions, which I think they will, Mac Brown's a better coach than Justin Fuente. Sam Howell's a better coach than whoever Virginia Tech's quarterback is going to be this year. Is it Connor Brumlick? Is it someone else? They lost Hennon Hooker last season in Tennessee. Okay, just an interesting thing to think about. North Carolina's going to smoke Virginia Tech if they can call in the emotions, which I think they will. Sam Howell, concentrate. You're going to smoke them. You're going to win by a lot. Okay, that's why I think North Carolina's going to come out big in this game. Don't bet Virginia Tech. Don't even think about picking Virginia Tech in this game. No debate about it. North Carolina's going to win this game. Let's say 45-17. to 17. Give me the Tar Heels, everybody. Next game, Oklahoma to I already gave a bit of a preview of it in the headlines. But I think it's going to beat the over-under. Okay, I think it's going to go over what the over-under is right now. I'll say 47-23 Oklahoma. Okay. Because Oklahoma's defense, it's not the best defense in college football. It's better than it was a couple years ago. But it's not the worst defense in college football. Okay. It's a bit of a tough matchup. Name to look out for George Watkins. He's going to make plays for Tulane in this game. But not enough. I'm going to take the Sooners. 47-23. Boomer Sooner. Give me Oklahoma in this one. No debate about it. Next game, another great game. Bama versus Miami. Okay. Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Feels like every year with the Alabama is the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Okay. year before, it was Florida State, Alabama. Then it was Duke, Alabama. Now it's Alabama versus Miami, everybody. Okay. It's going to be a terrible game for Miami, at least. Miami still a really, really good team. But they're not better than Alabama. They still can have playoff hopes after this game. Because say you win out after this game. You go 11-1. and You have wins over North Carolina and Clemson. You're going to make the college football playoff. Alabama's going to win this game by a lot, okay? But Miami season isn't going to be over after this. That's all I'm trying to say. Next game, Louisiana, Texas, everybody. Oh, I got an upset here. Billy Napier and company coming into town, Austin, Texas. And they're going to win. They're going to win this game, Louisiana. You want to know why? Because Louisiana came into Iowa State last year, and they won. Iowa State was this close, this close to making college football playoff last year, okay? They won the Fiesta Bowl against Oregon. Okay, Levi Lewis, that quarterback, and they say he does bad. They got former Maryland quarterback Lance Gentry at backup. Great coach Billy Napier. They're going to come into town. They're going to beat Texas. Texas has two quarterbacks right now. You only need, you're not going to need any of them. Okay, Hudson Card and Casey Thompson. Hudson Card's going to struggle at the start, I think. And then Casey Thompson's going to come and probably throw an interception or something. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. But give me Louisiana, everybody. Maybe on a game-winning field goal, 27-24. to 24. Next game, LSU. Versus UCLA, everybody. I promise. One of the last games I'll pick until the game of the week. Georgia versus Clemson. All right. If the hurricane hadn't happened, I would have picked LSU big in this game going to LA. Okay, but they've been practicing in, like, Texas this week. Just, they're still going to win this game, but it's going to be a lot closer than people think. UCLA looked really, really good last week. Okay, Dorian Thompson-Robinson looked really, really good last week. Zach Charbonnet, former Michigan running back, looked really, really good last week. I still think they lose this game. But not as much as it as this would have been if LSU was on normal schedule, practicing on a normal schedule. That's why I think. I still think LSU wins this game because Eli Ricks, Derek Stanley, Julie, they're the best defense player in college football, two of the best defense players in college football. Those two players are going to be key factors in this game. And I think they got their quarterback situation figured out. Max Johnson, I love him. If they lose this game, though, you can mark my words, Coach Orgeron will be on the hot seat. You can say Joe Burrow saved it. You can say, oh, they won a national championship two years ago. Ah, I could be on the hot seat after one loss. Yeah, I think he's going to be on the hot seat if they lose this game. The next game, 
Michigan, my favorite team. I got the hat on right now. My favorite team, Michigan. Cade McNamara, quarterback, everybody. I'm excited for Cade McNamara. We saw a little bit of Cade McNamara last year. We saw one full game. We didn't even see a full game of Cade McNamara last year. We, fought, we saw a full second half of Cade McNamara. And he threw four touchdowns in that game. Had five the full game. He had five touchdowns last year, no interceptions, 60% completion percentage from 425 yards. Okay, but then you could say, oh, he played the next game. Started the next game against Penn State, and they lost that game. Oh, oh, oh. Cade McNamara got hurt on the second drive of the game, everybody. He didn't. He came back and played, but he wasn't 100%. Cade McNamara is 100% the start of the season. I think this isn't going to be a great Michigan football team. I think the ceiling and my hope for this Michigan football team is, say, a 2019 Baylor, everybody. Okay, 2019 Baylor team was 11-1 in the regular season with a one loss. One loss to Oklahoma in a game where they were up 28-3. They lost in the conference championship. In overtime, everybody, they were this close to making the college football playoff that year. They went over to the Sugar Bowl. They got smacked by Georgia. But we're going to talk about that. That's my dream for Michigan football this year, at least making a New Year's Six Bowl game. Coming out of nowhere, Cade McNamara going to be a good quarterback this year. Michigan football, I'm picking them to win this game over the Western Michigan Broncos, everybody. I don't know why they changed their logo. It used to be so much better with the Bronco. And that's just a weird W. 44-10, everybody. Michigan is going to win this game. My favorite team. I'm excited to watch them on Saturday on ESPN. Tune into that game. Michigan going to win 44-10, everybody. Now. The game of the week. On a neutral site, the game we've all been waiting for, a top five matchup, Georgia versus Clemson. Georgia was 100% they'd win this game. They're not 100% healthy, everybody. They got George Pickens out wide receiver. He's not going to play this game. He might be the best wide receiver in college football. Went healthy. He tore his ACL in spring ball. Tyke Smith, well, they had a great transfer coming in. He's not going to play this game. He's hurt. They had a Reed Gilbert come in. As a transfer, he's not going to play. He's like suspended from the team right now. Same with Darion Kendrick, I think. Okay, I think neither of these teams are going to live. I don't think this game's going to live up to that. But I think it's going to be maybe an Alabama Florida State 2017 kickoff game. That game didn't live up to that. Alabama literally crushed them. And DeAndre Francois seems like he never ever played a college football game again after that. I actually don't think he ever played a college football game after at least a meaningful one. Okay, he got kicked off the Florida State football team after that year because he tore his and then he tore his ACL in the first game, the Alabama game. But that's besides the point. Okay, Georgia football, everybody. They're not going to win this game. I'm sorry, JT Daniels. You're going to shine. You're going to shine. You're going to play well, but you aren't going to win this game. You are not going to win this game. I don't think DJ Wingley comes up big in this game either. I think he struggles at the start. I think throws maybe an interception or two in this game. Okay. I think it's going to be an almost boring game. I'm going to take Clemson and win this game 35-17, to 17, everybody. That's the game of the week. Clemson beating Georgia 35-17. to 17, Maybe the highest-ranked matchup we'll have all year. Great games this week. Great slate of games. More to come on Square Sports Lane for episode 46. Stay tuned. Now, train camp talks, everybody. The last train camp talks we'll have until next August when train camp starts up again. We'll have Square Sports NFL game day back next week. We've got all our football segments coming back, everybody. Amazing thing to see all of our football segments coming back. But the last training camp talks of the season, of the year, I want to talk about fantasy football, everybody. I'm going to give you five fantasy football sleepers, and I'm going to give you my fantasy football big board, everybody. Let's hop into it. My sleepers I'm going to give you. The first one, the Indianapolis Colts defense. Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, great secondary. That's all I got to say, everybody, about the Indianapolis Colts defense. A good defense, an easy schedule this year, in my opinion. Indianapolis Colts. Let's start off the year well on defense. A sleeper team. A really, really good defense. Okay, my next one, Robbie Anderson. Oh, he has great chemistry with Sam Darnold. Had a good year last year. Had a good year last year. He's going to have a great year this year with Sam Darnold again. Next one, Jared Cook, everybody. Okay, Keenan Allen? Then who? Who's after Keenan Allen for the Chargers, everybody? It's Jared Cook. They lost Hunter Henry in the offseason. Justin Herbert needs a security blanket for his career. 
As of right now, that's going to be Jared Cook. Okay? Because Keenan Allen's not going to be open every single play. But he's going to be open most of the plays. But when he's not, Jared Cook's going to be there. Jared Cook's probably going to get a touchdown game this year. That's all I'm trying to say. Because Justin Herbert's going to throw three touchdowns a game. Two of them are going to go to Keenan Allen, and one of them's going to go to Jared Cook. My last fantasy football sleeper for you, and then I'll hop into my fantasy football big board, everybody. My last one for you, Corey Davis, okay? Why Corey Davis? Because Zach Wilson threw to Corey Davis pretty much, it seemed like, 90% of his passes in the preseason, at least when they were both on the field at the same time. Okay, Corey Davis looked really, really good in the preseason. Zach Wilson looked really, really good in the preseason. You could say, oh, Elijah Moore, Jameson Crowder. Yeah, Jameson Crowder, good fantasy football. I'm not banking in on Elijah Moore, okay? He wasn't even a first-round pick. Yeah, second pick of the second round, okay? But have we ever seen Elijah Moore playing in an NFL game? Elijah Moore wasn't as good as, a- as A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf were in college. They come out of the same coach. You know what Elijah Moore was famous for in college? The Egg Bowl 2019. Scores a touchdown in that game. Game time touchdown. All he needs is the PAT. He gets an unsportsmanlike conduct and the penalty for the stupidest reason ever. Okay. Pushes the kicker back 15 yards. Kicker misses it. Not his fault. Elijah Moore's fault. Maybe a character issue there. I don't know. But interesting thing to think about. Corey Davis is going to be the number one receiver of the Jets this year. I'm sorry, Jameson Crowder. I'm sorry, Elijah Moore. He just is. That's my last sleeper for fantasy football this year. Definitely consider taking some of those players from your fantasy football draft this week. Definitely consider it. But now, let's hop into my big board, everybody. My fantasy football big board. My first and final. Let's hop into it. Number one, quarterback. We're starting with the quarterbacks, everybody. It's Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, that is all I have to say. Best quarterback in the NFL right now. Best player in the NFL right now. Even NFL analysts agree with me. Okay, Even the NFL players agree with me. He was number one in the NFL players list of top 100 players. He was number one. Patrick Mahomes, the best player going into this NFL season and the best quarterback for fantasy football. Patrick Mahomes. Number two, it's not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not a top three quarterback for fantasy football this year. He's not going to throw for 50 touchdowns again this year. He's not going to win MVP again this year, everybody. It's number two. It's Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a great year last year. He's going to expand on that great year this year. He might even win MVP this year, Josh Allen. That's all I'm trying to say. Josh Allen, the second best quarterback for fantasy football this year. Maybe even the second best player for fantasy football this year. I'm not joking. Josh Allen, number two. Number three, the third best quarterback for fantasy football this year. Call me crazy, is Kyler Murray. Had a great season last year. Can I have Lamar Jackson type of MVP year? Kyler Murray, I wouldn't be shocked if we, by, by the end of this year, we see the Arizona Cardinals in the NFC Championship game, and we see Kyler Murray hosting an MVP trophy. I wouldn't be shocked. I really wouldn't. Kyler Murray, the third best quarterback for fantasy football this year. Now, let's hop over to our running backs, everybody. My first running back on the board, Christian McCaffrey. Okay, Christian McCaffrey didn't play much last year. Three games. You know, the first game of the season, which was pretty much the only one where he was fully healthy, played amazing. Just played amazing. Then he got hurt the next week. But the best player in fantasy football right now, he is. I took him with number one pick in my fantasy football draft. You should definitely, too, if he is available wherever you're picking. Number one, Chris McCaffrey. Now, number two, the second best running back for fantasy football is your friend of the show, Aaron Jones, everybody, okay? Aaron Jones already predicted on the show, squared sports lane for F's number 38, that he was going to win the rushing title this year, was going to get the most scrimmage yards this year, and the most touchdowns from scrimmages here, okay? Aaron Jones predicted that he's going to get the most touchdowns from scrimmages here, and I don't doubt it. He had the most scrimmage touchdowns two years ago in 2019, and he might just get it again. Aaron Jones is the second best running back for fantasy football. He is number three, Dalvin Cook, everybody, okay? I picked up Dalvin, I traded for Dalvin Cook late in my fantasy football season last year, and he had back-to-back games with 45 points, everybody, okay? Is there anything more to be said? No, there isn't. Dalvin Cook, the third best running back for fantasy football this year. Now, I'm going to give one honorable mention for the running backs. This will be the only honorable mention the whole entire episode, actually. My one honorable mention is Najee Harris. Najee Harris is a rookie running back. 
maybe consider taking him in the first round. You have the last pick of the first round, you have back-to-back -back picks, take Najee Harris, then take a wide receiver. Okay, Najee Harris is going to be a great player this year. He is. Najee Harris is going to have a great rookie season. going to be maybe the best rookie in the NFL this year. Najee Harris, he's my one honorable mention. Let's move to the wide receivers now, everybody. I got a lot. Number one, Devontae Adams, everybody. Okay, Devontae Adams is a great wide receiver, the best wide receiver in the NFL. Okay, you know, it's not off who's the best players in the NFL. Because Aaron Rodgers is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Tom Brady is a top three quarterback in the NFL. Then not for fantasy football, everybody. All right. If they're in the red zone on the one-yard line, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they might run the shotgun. They're going to throw a Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Not the Bucks, Not the Packers. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say here. Devon Tams is the best wide receiver in fantasy football, even if he isn't the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. You can say he isn't, and that's a crazy opinion. But he is. Number one, Devon Tams. Number two, Stephon Diggs, everybody. Right, not much to be said here. Stephon Diggs is the second best wide receiver in fantasy football this year. Number three, Keenan Now You can say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Keenan Allen's not the third best wide receiver in fantasy football. What did I just say? It's not off of who's the best at the position then fell. It's about fantasy football, everybody. Who gets the most touchdowns? Okay. Because Keenan Allen is Justin Herbert's main target. It's Keenan Allen and Jared Cook. Who else? Nobody else. Mike Williams, you can say, oh, Mike Williams, if he stays healthy for one game. He's not going to stay healthy that much this year, Mike Williams. He just isn't. All right? He's known not stay healthy. He probably won't again this year. Keenan Allen, the third best wide receiver in fantasy football. He's going to get you a touchdown game. He's probably going to get you 15 to 20 points a game this year. That's all I'm trying to say. Keenan Allen, the third best wide receiver in fantasy football this year. Let's move to the last position group. The number one tight end for fantasy football this year, it is Travis Kelsey, everybody. Okay, so you could say, oh, he shaved his beard. How's he going to be good this year? Okay, that's just jokes, everything like that. Okay, Travis Kelsey's still going to have an amazing season. He's still going to be an amazing player. The best tight end for fantasy football this year is Travis Kelsey. Number two, George Kittle. Didn't play much last year. George Kittle still going to be an amazing tight end for fantasy football this year. He is. Number two, George Kittle. Number three, second to last one, Darren Waller, everybody. Okay, because Derek Carr is going to play how Derek Carr normally plays. He's not going to play like Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to play like Justin Herbert, but he's not going to play like Mitchell Trubisky. He's not going to lead you to a championship. He just isn't. But he's going to get the ball Darren Waller. Okay, Darren Waller, the third best tight end for fantasy football this year. Now, the fourth one, it's a bit of a risky pick. I have him on one of my teams. But Kyle Pitts has a chance to be the greatest tight end in football history. I didn't say NFL history. I said football. Better than Tony Gonzalez. Kyle Pitts has a chance to be. I'm not saying he will be, but people think that he might just be. That's about for my fantasy football big board this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Hopefully you use it to draft your fantasy football team this week or maybe make some adjustments to your fantasy football team if you have made them already. That's about for training camp talks this year, everybody. We'll see you back in August, training camp talks. Let's move to Squirt Sports NFL game day next week. Still more to comment, Squirt Sports Lane Frank, episode number 46. Now, the best for last question. This week's question is, who's your sleeper team for college football, everybody? I'm not sure my sleeper team for college football is yours yet. I'll leave my answer on the next episode. But leave your answer in the comment section. This week's question is, who's your sleeper team for college football this year? Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about for Squirt Sports Land for episode number 46. It was a great episode, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited for college football. Leave in the comment section. If you're super excited for college football, if you watch the show, you better be. Okay, college football, amazing thing to be back. But thank you for tuning in. Follow Squirt Sports Instagram. At Squirt Sports, follow Squirt Sports on Twitter at Squirt Sport, follow Squirt Sports on TikTok at Squirt Sports, follow DB Podcast, the best podcast producers in the game on Instagram at DB Podcast. So stay tuned for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week on episode number 47. Stay tuned. <laughs>